Welcome to the Transform Your Wedding Podcast, a how-to guide for taking your wedding to a whole new level. Here's your host, Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding. Hey everyone, today we're talking all about printed wedding details. We'll cover the 10 types of printed items that you need for your big day, along with some tips on how to make it fit with your overall decor. I'll be chatting with Marcy Gutenberg, the owner of An Affair to Remember by Marcy. She's an award-winning wedding planner with more than 30 years of experience in the industry. So I can't wait to hear all of Marcy's tips and advice. Hey, Marcy. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you doing? Great. great. It's a great day today. Absolutely. And I'm really excited today to be talking all about printed details. I know this is your area of expertise, so they've got a lot of great things to share with us. Yes, I'm very excited to share some information today. Yeah, so we're going to start off by getting really basic for those who are just starting out with their wedding planning. We're going to talk about the 10 different types of printed items that you need for your big day. I'll kind of go through each one one by one. I'll kind of bring up each item. Marcy, if you could tell everyone just a little bit about what it is and why we need it for the wedding. Okay. So number one, we've got, we'll start off with the ceremony. And the first thing you need would be programs. Yes, you would definitely need programs. It's a great opportunity to introduce your bridal party. Maybe if you have any special psalms that you're going to be saying, um, any special um, messages to the attendees of the of your you know your guests that are there, uh, and it's it shows off a little bit of your personality too. Definitely. Okay. Now the second item we have is reserved seating cards, and this one is probably optional. But tell everyone a little bit about this item. Okay, so there are reserved seating cards and what seating, there's a difference between, and I think you may have it down the line at some point, but there's a little bit of a difference between a seating card and a place card. And um, the difference being that a place card would be something that you would have at your table setting and maybe it would have your name. Um, and if you're having a um, filet or if you're having a fish or something, it's going to indicate that to the server so they know where to place the dish when it comes out from the kitchen. The seating card is a uh, card that instructs your guests to the table that they're sitting at. So that could be out in the hallway or in the reception area, but it's going to help them find their way and navigate the room to find where they're going to be sitting. Perfect. And um, I think one other way we might use them too, I know for ceremonies, we have some couples that will even use them for seating in the ceremony itself. If you want the first pew, let's say in the church, maybe it's reserved. Yes, um, they used to call them pew cards. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> yep, so thinking about the seating, both at the ceremony as well as the rece reception, you wanna make sure that you have the printed items you need to either direct people where to go or mark off seats that are reserved for family. Exactly. And uh, there's another way to do it as well. And that would be like either a seating chart or a marquee that would have maybe it's made out of glass or a mirror or something. Those are also some ways to let your guests know what table they're sitting at. Definitely. Yeah. And that's actually our next one on the list is coming up with that seating chart. 
Yes, um, I would recommend doing that alphabetically because I've seen it done both ways where, you know, I've been a guest at an event where let's say it was not, it was not in an alphabetical order and I was having to go through each of the tables to find my name. So I think finding it alphabetically is going to be the easiest way for your guests to be able to find how to, you know, where they're going to be sitting. Yeah, that is definitely such a great tip. So make it alphabetical and make it visible too. I know sometimes you get to the wedding and you don't even notice that there's a seating chart. So you're doing the same thing, just walking around tables, trying to find your name. And lo and behold, in the corner somewhere, there's a tiny little seating chart where you could have figured it out. So right. just make right. sure that everyone sees and knows that you have that seating chart and you're going to save a lot of frustration from your guests. Exactly. You can also give a copy to the maitre d' or the, the banquet server or banquet captain so that if they're stopped by somebody, they might be able to help them out just on an, you know, on a side. Definitely. Yeah. Great idea. And of course, we've got the seating chart, we've got the place cards, we also need um, table numbers. Yes, table numbers. Um, a great way to incorporate the table numbers is really kind of, um, you know, match them or, or make them complementary to the seating table numbers. Uh, to the, I'm sorry, to the seating cards. So this way, when your guests come in, it also adds a little bit of element to the table in addition to your floral or your candles or whatever other arrangements are on the table. Um, but it just adds to that whole of overall look. Yeah, now quick question about those table numbers. I know some couples like to do something a little different. So instead of table one, table two, they wanna name it after countries that they visited or maybe you know something personal about themselves. Exactly. What about getting creative and how to pull that off when it comes to table numbers? Exactly. I mean, these days it's all about personalizing the wedding. Um, you know, no two weddings are going to be the same. So you really want to capitalize on showing off your personalities. If you, you know, if you're a golfer, you want to incorporate something about golf on the tables. That's fine as well. Cause everybody knows what, you know, people who do know you are going to know, like if you're a golfer, they're going to know your, you guys, you know, the two of you go golfing. So they could say, you know, you know, oh, par three, you know, par five, um, you know, ninth tee, you know, so whatever, I mean, whatever is going to capture in on the personality of the couple is the great way to incorporate it. Definitely. Yeah, I love that. So moving on with our, you know, we've got our place cards, we've now found our table with the table number. The next printed item you're probably going to see is the menu. Yes. And let me tell you, I cannot tell you enough that that really sets the tone for your table. I mean, when your guests walk in and they look at the visuals of your table and they're not just looking at the centerpiece and they're looking at everything, that's when you're saying, wow, because that's what really, I mean, otherwise you have you know, either a bare plate or you're going to have an empty area where there's no plate. So you really want to have something that's really going to set the tone for the overall look. Definitely. And kind of tying into that too, I know there's a lot of couples that will have um, favors there on the table, but they'll actually put a little printed favor tag on it that might have you know, either their wedding date or their names. Um, what have you seen for favors and printed items there? For favors, um, right now, I think a lot of people are getting very personal with their guests. Um, they're having 
smaller and more intimate weddings because of COVIDness, you know. So I think that the bar has been raised a little bit more. Um, as far as what you would see on a normal, typical basis, it really is up to the couple if you want to incorporate something that they really like, or if you want to go more of a, 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 a traditional feel of maybe some mints or some Jordan almonds or something of that nature, but dress it up. I mean, whatever you're going to use, dress it up, make it look part of the overall look. You don't want to just throw something on the table and, and it doesn't really go. I mean, it's better to do something that's going to match than to put something out that doesn't really reflect your personality. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Now, the next printed material you'll probably see moving away from the table as we get over to the bar. It's great if you can have some signage or a bar menu there with your cocktails and beverage options. Bar, uh, bar napkins, bar uh, stirrers, um, all of those kinds of things can be personalized. They can be printed up. They can have your names on them. Um, there are so many different options and signage obviously is a great idea. Um, a lot of people will like to, they would like to put maybe their, um, uh, the, like the beverage, if they're having like a, a signature beverage or two signature beverages, they'll put those on there as well. Definitely, yes. So I think having all of that signed out and menus at the bar is awesome. And the other thing too is general signage. So, you know, starting at the ceremony, we might have signage there. At the reception, we might have signage. Talk a little bit about kind of the, the bigger signage that you might have at the event. Um, well, signage that you would see typically would be like, if somebody wants to have um, a table with like their guest book or, um, you know, bridal party would be directed into a specific area or your, um, your ushers would be in another area. The, you know, it's really a matter of every, everybody's wedding is going to be unique to themselves. So I think it's really important to make sure that you're telling people where to go, where to sit, um, what, you know, what your expectation is. I've seen it even as much as people will actually have the schedule of events on a marquee somewhere. So, I mean, it it's, depends on the couple though, you know, I mean, not everybody is for the, you know, showing everybody the schedule, but some people really want to be able to share all that and what other um, components there are. Like if you have, let's say it's an outdoor event or, or a partial outdoor event and you have some lawn games or something and you want to let people know where to go for the lawn games, that's also an idea as to what to expect or if excuse me if there and the um there's you know let's say there's some beverages upon their arrival it tells them tells your guests what is available like if it's you know whether it's an alcoholic drink or if it's a lemon lemonade or a nice tea or something or just water just so that people know what they're picking up and drinking yeah, I think that's a great point too, because people have allergies or different diets, things like that. So you want to make yes. sure that you actually label everything and make it clear what things are so that you don't run into a situation with a guest having something that they can't have. So that's exactly. a really good tip when it comes to those printed details. Now, another thing I like to talk about is, you know, signage and printed details are really functional. You know, they're conveying all the information you need, but they're also part of the overall wedding decor because 
you know, you've got this sprinkled throughout the reception venue. So I think it's important to really think about it and be mindful about what you're doing so it doesn't, you know, take away from the gorgeous look of your reception. So tell us your tips about, you know, making all of the printed details really part of the decor. I would definitely make it cohesive, make it stylistic to your, the personality of the overall event, your personalities included in there, um, choosing the colors wisely, uh, maybe even the font selection that you're using. Those are off details that you're going to want to incorporate. Uh, they don't necessarily have to match your invitation, but they should definitely match with one another at the actual event. Because once you're on site and your, your guests see everything, that is, you want it to have a cohesive look. Definitely. And when it comes to sourcing your printed materials, what are some tips that you have for how to find the best vendor to work with for that? I'm sorry, can you repeat that one? Oh, so when it comes to finding the best vendor for your printed materials, what tips do you have on finding the right vendor to work with? Okay, so the first thing I would say is when I meet with a couple, I ask them a lot of, you know, some questions because I want to get to know them and know their style. I want to know um, what their personality is like. I want to know if they've got any colors or if they want to incorporate something from the wedding itself, maybe there's a certain flower or a certain element that they want to incorporate. All of those things go into the, the, those aspects. Another factor would be the budget um, because there are different price tiers for different vendors that I work with. Um, another one would be if there's a paper quality that they're looking for or a style that, you know, a style of paper or printing method. Those are all factors that are going to be included in the mix of choosing the right vendor for the couple that I'm working with. Okay, definitely. And a lot of couples love to do a custom monogram that they use you know, on their invitations and maybe on some of the other details. How do you even go about creating that monogram and what are some tips that you have on that? Okay, so there's a lot of resources that you can look at online. Um, there's so many, there's probably about that I know of offhand about 30 to 40 different ways to do a monogram. And it really is a matter of, are you doing one as for a single person? Are you doing it as a couple? Um, is it a same sex or is it a heterosexual? Is it, um, do you want to have all the letters the same size or do you want to do, uh, one, letter that would be more predominant than the other two letters. So there's so many different ways that you can do that, um, but there are some great resources online and somebody can always contact me and I'm happy to help them out on that. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and the thing that I love too is the monogram. You know, once you design it, you can use it in so many different ways. And I think that's another thing that's going to really turn your printed materials into decor pieces that you can showcase. And yes. you know, at Rent My Wedding, we even turn those monograms into lighting effects. So we'll have, you know, those monograms are on the napkins and then you see it on the wall in lights, which I think is such a cool way to kind of turn again that printed item into your overall decor and it's all blending together in a cohesive look. Right. You could do it as a gobo, which would reflect on the wall or you can use it on your, um, as a, uh, a dance floor wrap. Those are always great. Um, you can use it as a, for your aisle runner. And um, that way you would have it up as a monogram on your aisle runner. 
on your napkin, on your uh, program, on your, I'm just trying to think, um, menu. There's so many ways that you can incorporate um, a um, monogram. And uh, I mean, don't even, don't forget that, you know, in addition to the ceremony and the reception and maybe the dinner, you also have the restrooms. So you wanna take care of your guests. So you may wanna order a little extra on the napkins so that, you know, maybe you order some, it's not beverage napkins, but they're guest towel napkins. Those are also a great place that you can use the monogram. And if you don't use a date on it, you can use it in your home afterwards. Ooh, I love that too. That's awesome. Well, any other tips that you have for everyone when it comes to printed details? Yes. So there are so many different areas that you can look at when you're looking at um, the papers, the quality of the papers. Um, there's beveling, which is a side, little edges uh, slanted on the side so that it has a little bit of a, a board, like a, an edging. You, I've seen it where you, you, know, you can do it non-painted and some of them you can even paint. So it can also, like I did one very recent that had, um, it was a rose gold foil on the top and then the edge we did the rose gold. So it, it, that way it pulls everything together. And then we had a, a, a liner as well. So, you know, you, you just wanna make sure that when you're doing the invitation, it, it's literally the very first thing that your guests see when they're, you know, when they're putting together the details for their wedding, it's the very first tangible item that your friends and family and your guests are going to see. And it's going to set the stage for the event. So that's a very key item is your invitation because it's literally the very first taste of your wedding. Yeah, that is so true. And um, there's, there's different parts that you can in, incorporate, whether it's an informal or a formal invitation. Um, if you want a personal, do it more personalized, trendy, classic. If you wanna do it luxe or traditional, there, those are options that, you know, you want to think about, like, what is your feel? What are you gravitating towards? Um, would, you know, what speaks to you? So those are things that I would really encourage people to consider when they're, you know, when they're putting together those, those ideas of what can I do for my wedding invitation? Um, there, you can be very simple, you can be very ornate, but choose something indicative to your style. You know, I mean, you don't want to have a very formal, over the top wedding invitation with bling, bling, bling. And you're doing it, you know, maybe at somebody's back, you know, backyard. Um, not to say that that wouldn't be the right fit, but you're you would have to make sure that the style matches. So it really is a pulling things together to reflect the tone of what your guests are expecting when they show up. Because if they show up to a wedding and let's say it's an outdoor wedding and they're in an evening gown, right. they're at the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, so you want to make sure that you're conveying the, uh, the, the look or the feel to your guests. Um, you, you can use, you can incorporate so many different areas too. For example, we talked about golf before. Um, you know, I've seen where people will want to choose to bring in they're very like i've had couples that have been very disney-esque oriented and they want to incorporate disney style items um you know or if it's an older couple and it's a, or a second marriage 
those are also areas that you want to consider when you're pulling in ideas. Um, and then as far as papers, we've, we talked a little bit about the bevel before, but there are so many more items. There's um, a pearlized look, which is a, like a shimmer paper, or it's, it, it can also be a pearlized look, which could be part of a border. So for example, if let's say you have what they call ecru or ivory, ivory, some people call it ivory, some people call it ecru, um, you would have maybe like a border around the edge and part of it would be what's called pearlized. And it just gives like that shimmer effect or like a, if you, it's like a, a, a flat texture of shininess, so to speak. So that's, that's something to think about. Um, if you wanted to do a flat invitation or a folded invitation, um, most people will do flat invitations these days, but you know, there are occasions that some people want to have a more traditional style um, uh, invitation. There's um, opportunities for so many areas for personalization when it comes to using different fonts, different, um, different colors. Some people will go towards black or like a very, like a slate gray, which is almost black, but not white. Um, but that gives an opportunity to, you know, whether you want to do something very traditional or if you want to do something more to your personality and using, you know, bring in some color. Um, the trends coming up actually very, you know, actually now they're very big into the watercolors. So those are going to be hot coming up, uh, especially down here in Florida. <laughs> um, those will will definitely stand out. Um, and you can do layers. Um, I'm just trying to think of like some of the ideas that, but you're, you know, your typesetting, when you're looking at invitations, one thing I can recommend people to do is don't get caught up on what is printed on the invitation or the ink color that's being used on the invitation. In most cases, the ink color can be changed and the font style can be changed. So, pull in what you like, not necessarily what's on the invitation. But when you're looking at the invitation itself, look at the style of the invitation and the paper quality. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's such a great tip too. And I can't believe there's so much that goes into these printed details and invitations. I feel like I just learned a lot and I've already had a wedding. And <laughs> and I didn't half of this. There's a lot of information out there. I wish I knew that when, when I got married. <laughs> I was working in catering at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I really love your point too about making sure the invitation matches the style of the wedding because that's so true. I think a lot of couples, you know, they get engaged, they pick a date, they send out the invitation and they haven't even thought about the actual wedding yet at all. So I think it's smart to take a second, actually think about the style you want to use for your wedding and then have that invitation match accordingly because like you said, you don't want someone showing up in heels and it's a backyard wedding and now they can't even right. have the grass right. So Right. And when you get engaged, I mean, honestly, the first thing I tell people is breathe because it, even though it may appear that it's off in a distance, those months of planning go by very quick. But count on your people to help you and assist you in, in guiding, you know, giving you the guidance because that's what we're here for. Um, you know, I mean, whether you're renting, whether you're owning, 
whether you're, um, you know, whatever the aspect is, you really want to make sure that you're pulling all the details in together and it's being cohesive because you want your guests to walk away going, wow, and oh my gosh, I can't remember, you know, I can't believe your wedding was 15 years ago. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, that's like the biggest compliment that somebody could give you. Absolutely. So I think those are things that you really want to make sure that everything is, is looking at top notch. Definitely. Well, those are great tips. And Marcy, why don't you tell us more about yourself and your company? Okay, so my, um, I have been in business, my name, my company name is An Affair to Remember by Marcy, and I can be found on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, I think I got them all, <laughs> um, and so at my company, I've been, had my company now for 14 years, and I've been in the, in the event industry for over 30 years. Um, I started out in reservations and did uh, a, a short time in there, moved my way up to catering. Uh, I was asked actually to come up to catering because I was the uh, coordinator for reservations for large, very, very large groups for, at that time, it was 891 sleeping rooms. And um, then when I went up to catering, I did catering for a while where when I say catering, I'm talking about catering sales. So we, we would work with the clients to figure out what they would want for their events, do all the planning in advance. Um, and then I started my business 14 years ago. Um, it's been great. I love what I do. I love working with people. Um, I mean, honestly, it's really the best. The best thing I can say is it's really about allowing your guests or your, your clients to really capture in on something that is so important to them and to be a part of somebody's special day is it's all that you would live for. I mean, it's just like, it is such a great feeling. I love working with clients and, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I, I have my own website out there. Um, I should have give that to you. It's www.rsv as in Victor P. S is in Sam, the number four, and the letter U.com. So when you read it, it rolls off the tongue, RSVPs for U.com. Um, and the reason I did that is I just needed a shorter name. I didn't realize when I registered my company name that it was so long. <laughs> so, but I, but I've been in business for 14 years. I, I, couldn't, I, I just felt I couldn't change it at that point. So um, I have uh, my own website and I do a blog. I'm also on another um, uh, podcast, weekly podcast called Behind the Veil, and um, that is with Keith Willard. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's, I mean, it's been a great, a great um, fit for me. I, you know, I get to to really do what I love and work one on one with people, which is ultimately the the to me what I enjoy the most. You know, I like building relationships and getting to know the couple and then giving them something special that they can have for the rest of their life. Because even though, you know, a, rel you know, a distant relative or friend may not keep the invitation, you're going to keep that invitation and you're going to see that every day in your home. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, perfect. Well, Marcy, thank you so much for sharing all of these great thank tips. Thank you, Marie. So much fun chatting with you and thanks for being on the show.
Well, I hope you enjoyed all of those tips about printed wedding details. And don't forget, you can catch all of our podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Rent My Wedding, your one-stop shop for event rentals. Order online and rentals are delivered right to your door. Shipping is free both ways nationwide. Rent lighting, backdrops, photo booths, and more. With the most five-star reviews in the industry, Rent My Wedding makes rentals easy and affordable. Book your rentals today at www.rentmywedding.com.